0: This is a Prepping 2.0 Encore presentation. Episode 269, Bug-Out Location Operations. How to make your home base function smoothly. This week on Prepping
1: 2.0.
0: One SHTF, if it hasn't already. 15 jobs to keep your home base operational. Much like the water boy
1: and everything else we've talked about, but really the water boy, I think there needs to be somebody whose sole focus is electrical.
0: When disaster strikes, will you be prepared? This is Prepping 2.0 with authors and prepping experts, Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. Online at prepping2-0.com. Get ready. Prepping 2.0 coming in 3, 2,
2: Welcome, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0, joined today by my co-host on this show, as well as co-host in life, Glenn Tate. Hello, Glenn.
1: Hello. And you say co-host on the show. Last week, I was not a co-host on the show. I was feeling very ill. I'm all better now, so that's all good. It was not covid Uh, And if I would have had COVID, it would have been the Russians that gave it to me. They
2: would be
1: colluding with me, but that did not happen. So that's good. Well, hey, we have a great show. This is (laughs) one of the first shows we're going to do. This is airing the day after Election Day, assuming we can stick to our episode airing schedule, Mm -hmm. which is sometimes hard with guests. It's gotten a
2: little weird lately.
1: Yeah, we have had some guests um, reschedule and stuff like that. So... This is probably the day after election day. This is how God
2: meant it to be. Yeah,
1: exactly. And you're probably saying to yourself, why aren't we doing a show about all that happened? Well, first of all, we're recording this 10, 15 days before the elections, number one. But number two, our overall philosophy here, we're not going to do this hard and fast, but our basic idea is we've got you prepared, especially mentally prepared, by talking about things like Michael yawn the last episode like mindset,
2: s- mindset, mindset mindset
1: mindset mindset here's what's coming here's the political landscape why because it's a political threat that is facing us as we always say if we knew for sure an earthquake were coming we'd have geologists on the show right I mean we talk about the threat so we've been talking about the threat getting you mentally prepared now that it's the day after election day and in the episodes a little bit after election day We're going to start focusing more on meat and potato issues and actual hardcore concrete prepping kinds of things. We'll still have guests, it'll still be cool. So basically
2: time to execute.
1: Exactly, We've, we've given you the mindset and now it's time to execute. So today is a great example of a meat and potatoes issue, one that we've been meaning to do for quite some time and this is a great slot for it. So this is gonna be bug out operations, how to make your home base run smoothly couple of assumptions about this episode. We assume, and this may not be true for everyone, that you, the listener, have the place everybody's coming to, right? Or if you don't have people coming, you've got a place. So this assumes that. This isn't an episode about bugging out and going somewhere, but guests will be coming to your place. So
2: whatever that location is, this is how to operate it.
1: Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we have, we've identified 15 jobs that need to be done. I think that people will be doing multiple jobs, so it's not like you need 15 people. The 15 jobs are 15 items that need to be taken care of. The list of the 15 jobs is gonna be where, Shelby?
2: On our Patreon supporters side of the action.
1: Yes, exactly. It'll (laughs) be in the post that has the after show to this that'll be available for Patreon, so we'll have the list of all, I call them jobs because that's what they are, all the jobs that need to be done. Duties, that's right. So that's where that's going to be. Well, Shelby, why don't you tell folks about the top 100 item we have?
2: Number 87 is the number on for the top 100 list of things that disappear soonest in a collapse. You can find it on our website, prepping 2 com, on the lower right. Number 87, cots. And air mattresses, places for guests to sleep. How
1: fortuitous that this is mm -hmm. the top 100 for this episode.
2: So we've had this discussion (laughs) and we've had to think about how we're going to do that. So encourage you to do that. Uh, This is a great time of year to get a hold of air mattresses, actually, because of hunting season Mm -hmm. and because of... um, People having guests coming to that. You're gonna find air mattresses, air mattresses in kind of your sporting goods stores on sale. We got a couple of them on sale a couple of years ago. This time of year. Um, the other thing I want to talk about, and we're this is a little quick addition. You're gonna hear us talk more and more about this in the coming weeks. In light, it's what I call digital prepping. Um, in light of a couple of things, the cl- multiple shutting down of conservatives in this prepping world in the just the conservative world
1: christian world christian
2: world shutting down of their major social media pages uh two of the ones we that are hit close to home um for us is one of our past guests sam culper his facebook page was shut down
1: no notice gone. no
2: notice it's just it just goes poof um minute coffee one of our great sponsors mm-hmm. p- multiple times that page has been closed down um And then to add to that, the recent headlines, Facebook and Twitter refusing to allow anyone to post the recent New York Times article regarding uh, a presidential candidate. And that's that's a free speech issue for us. So we also had about a year ago, our our Facebook page, Prepping 2.0, got shut down twice. And it is by the grace of God.
1: And you groveling.
2: I sent the most groveling millennial. Apology sounding <laughs> thing and, um, it was fake.
1: Oh, it was. It was hilarious. It was, was, such hilarious. A fake it was so funny.
2: I, I did. I. I we're said. We're so, they, sorry. so sorry. 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 Oh my goodness. We're so sorry. We. We absolutely. Anyway. Oh my goodness. And by the grace of God, it was republished. Mm-hmm. I've never heard of that happening.
1: No, I've actually sued Facebook on behalf of conservatives who have had their Facebook pages taken down. I'm kind of up on how Facebook works. I've never heard of it either. So I think we're the only ones I that think we so. know of.
2: And. Uh, so in light of those experiences, we're gonna sit here and say, we're gonna call this a prediction. We see the writing on the wall. Mm-hmm. We're next. <laughs> yep. So in fact- A lot a, of you guys are too. A lot of you guys have experienced it too. So so here's your digital prep for the week or for the, our, we encourage you to do this week. One nice thing that has happened in recent months that has that is new to this whole idea, we've all said it, there needs to be an alternative. And there's been startups and, and attempts at them. We have found, I'm gonna name off a few of them, you have one too, alternatives that seem to be the most viable and and good. Um, I know that there's bunches more, but these are what we've landed on, so get ready. These are all on our uh, website as well. Mm-hmm. Our alternative to Facebook, we have a page over there. It's been there for a while is MeWe.
1: M-E-W-E.
2: Our alternative for Twitter, which we never had a Twitter page because you and I both agree Twitter is like the bathroom wall of the yeah. internet. It's disgusting. Not interested. Um, but we have a, a Parler, P-A-R-L-E-R account, and you're having a lot of fun with that.
1: I love Parler.
2: And you, we both went over there and said, oh my gosh, I got all these great conservative sort of, our people are here. Yeah, that's
1: where everybody's <laughs> yes. been.
2: And by the way, going back to Me we you'll notice jack Spierko from the survival podcast is not on facebook anymore mm-hmm. all of his content is over on Mi we so we're kind of following some of the leads on this um an alternative to youtube is rumble so you uh, if you go over to our rumble account you will see that we are attempting to we're trying to get it more, a little bit more streamlined to get our many of you digest and hear this show on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You just hit play on your YouTube on your computer and let it go. We're gonna have the same starting now or in the next week or two. What you see on YouTube, you're gonna see on Rumble. And that's also open up an opportunity. We're gonna be doing more videos in yeah, general. So big we're, gonna announcement. Be, we're not putting those on YouTube. We're putting them on that's Rumble yeah. only. We're doing a very slow migration. for. And what's really nice for all of you as listeners If this was always a fear and it happened a year ago when they shut us down, oh my gosh, how do we reach our fans? How do we reach out to them? And it's that gut punch. Folks, if they shut us down on these mainstream, especially Facebook, Twitter, and YouTube, no worries. Go to our website and click over. We're going to keep the conversation going as though it was a a mere blip on the map.
1: Yeah, a couple things about that. We're not... Leaving Facebook mm-hmm. or nope. or YouTube until we get kicked yeah. off, and we expect that to be well. It's a November fourth when this is airing. We expect it to be in about thirty two minutes because we think <laughs> right around the election we're going to get kicked off.
2: But there's one more though too.
1: Yeah. Well, yes, and and that is Patreon's um, Patreon. The platform seems pretty solid. I know the guy who owns it's a big lib, but whatever. They're all big libs. Absolutely. I mean, so. We think we're safe. We have a backup platform for getting Patreon out. It won't be Patreon. It'll be another one. We're not going to tell you what it is because then people will go and sign up for it. And
2: that will create confusion. And it'll
1: create confusion. So trust me. But here's the thing, guys. If you're a Patreon, and I hope you are, we have your email address. And about once a week, I save all the email addresses so we can have this ready to go because we're what? Prepared. Mm Mm-hmm if you get an email from Glenn Tate and or Shelby Gallagher that says, we've migrated over, hey, dear Patreon, we're now over on X. Please go over to X and and pick up where we left off. Pick up your toys. That's how we can keep in contact. And a final word about email and a way to keep in contact, if you go to... prepping, uh, 2-0.com, you can sign up for our email list. Mm-hmm. It's a really good idea because we don't send out many emails. Actually, In fact, you
2: can't. Those are on our oh, author, okay. author so, website
1: 299days.com and agreatstate.com. Go into both those sites, sign up for our email list because now we've got your email and we can send you an email and say, hey, Here's where we've migrated over to. And this isn't just like Glenn and Shelby. And I mean, we want to keep in contact with you. You guys, this is about you. You, the listener, need to have your digital or your social media, whatever you want to call it, your social media preps down. You need to to start migrating because you, too, are going to get shut down. Mm -hmm. So we wanted to bring that up because it's crazy times we're in where we have to have a social media prepping plan.
2: Exactly. Well, and let me point out, just in the last few days since we recorded this show, you were put into Facebook, a uh, 24-hour-ish Facebook jail because of a post you posted over a year ago. Yeah. So they're going <laughs> back and doing a lot of trolling So yeah, we're gonna we we can't stop them from doing what they're doing, but we can be prepared. So that's what Mm -hmm. we're doing. So we want you to know. Don't forget to digitally prepare. So what what's coming up here? Okay,
1: this is the the main meat of the of this uh, of the show, uh, bug out locations, operations, and as I mentioned at the very beginning, this assumes that you have the place that people are coming to. Now, if it's just you and your family, and you know three four people or something. A lot of this is gonna apply because you're still gonna need to handle all 15 of these jobs between all of you, but it's going to be a bigger deal and more important if you have guests coming. So let, and and Shelby and I will refer to our situation Mm because it's the one we know. So even though it may not apply to you, play along, because when you hear us talk about how we're gonna do it, you'll you'll say, oh yeah, I see, and this would apply to me. So that's what we're gonna be doing. We plan, just so you know, To have quite a few people uh coming over there's the team family members and others and it's going to be um a pretty big group and so for and the reason that matters is sanitation for example is one of the jobs that needs to be done it's one thing if the grid is up and it's you me and joel and we're doing our normal sanitary things, and there's garbage service and all that other stuff. Well, what if that stuff isn't there, first of all? And what if you've got 15 people? So that's why I mentioned there could be people coming to your place, and that's why these jobs are even more important. And a corollary of that is, if you've got more people, you've got more people to do these jobs. So that's a little bit about that, and we'll, we'll lace in other things uh, as we go through the 15 jobs.
2: So before we get started on that list, I wanna jump yes. in and give a quick shout out to one of our great sponsors, and we mentioned him earlier, uh, Minute Men Coffee. Encourage you to go check out, the, honestly, go check out their website, and mm-hmm. the easiest way to do that is go to prepping 2 com. go to friends and affiliates, and you can click over to their website, they have a great blend of coffee called I Miss America. We just had a had a nice little oh, yeah, uh, pot of that this morning and use the code I Miss America when you check out and you'll get 15% off. Big thanks to Minutemen Coffee and I hope they keep up the keep up the fight as they continue to uh, try to keep a page up over there on uh uh, Facebook, But for sure, I know they're over on Parlor. So go check them out over there.
1: You bet. I want to set the stage a little bit more when we go through the 15. Here's why this is important, you guys. You've prepped. You've learned skills. You've done all these things for the past several years. You're a prepping 2.0-er. You've got skills. You've got stuff. Now is the time to get over the finish line. And to get over the finish line, you need to run your bug out location efficiently and and well and you need to you need to prevent problems before they start. If you're not running your bug out location properly, all of this was for naught and we're not going to let that happen to you. You're too good. You don't deserve that. You've come this far. We're going to help you get the operational stuff done at your camp. So that's why this is important. So we'll start off with Mm -hmm. job number one. Job number one is the thing everybody thinks about and they don't think it's as complicated as it is, but there's actually a lot to it. So what is job number one?
2: Food, and that includes inventory, cleaning, and cooking.
1: Yeah, and so when it comes to inventorying, Let's say you have a big shed and you have a bunch of food, various kinds of food in 27 gallon tubs and uh, based on a true story. Mm -hmm. And and you've got maybe in this tub, you got some sugar and you got some oatmeal and you've got some gravy mix. You got all different stuff. You have to inventory this stuff because you have to go and get it to be able to use it. So why don't you describe, Shelby, our inventory system and how we have gone about this because we realize this is important to get it right.
2: Well, and I don't wanna to spend too much time on this because I'm gonna tell you where to go find out about it. We use an app called Sortly. It's a it's an inventory app that was made for like warehouses and things like that. And um, they for a while they had a um, home version of it. They've since discontinued that. But there's a very similar app for home users called Orca. So think whale, Orca Scan. Look that up, and what it is is it will make it so that you, like let's say I go out and buy a bag of rice. I can use the scan function on my phone and scan that into with my- the UPC with code. With the UPC code. Or what if I make a bag of uh, freeze-dried fruit? Well, that's not gonna have a code, but I could create a QR code so I have a scannable code. So using the scan function, it makes it really, really easy to scan things in and out and to replicate them in your inventory that's all I'm going to say about that and and then it's all I'm going to say about it because what I'm going to do is I did a a live chat video on this this last spring on on Facebook Facebook. what I'm going to do is I'm going to download that video and put it over on I have a Shelby Gallagher Rumble account and I'll put it over there so that you can kind of get a I do a real I do 45 minutes on how to use this app but I really encourage you one to use it and usually the next question is well what happens when the grid goes down and you can't use your phone that's why Mm-hmm. Once a month, Glenn print yep. prints, prints out the entire thing.
1: Has pictures. They'll have a picture of so that we'll bag a of rice you yeah. were talking about. So
2: we can... Um, once a month, it's going to be about 95%, 97% mm-hmm. accurate. That's a pretty good list. I'll keep it. And then as you're prepping, you can go, God, do I really need more rice? Answer in our household, no.
1: No. <laughs>
2: but you can go, when you're standing at the store and you're thinking, really, do I need more of this? It feels like, because we, we as preppers are always wanting more. I mean, mm-hmm. just keep adding. But on, but it's I'd rather not spend money on rice and spend mm-hmm. money on something else that we do need. So you can actually have that to help you with your shopping as well.
1: And here's an important thing about food and about this job. And this is going to apply to everything. You need one person in charge of this. You can't just all kind of pitch in and do it by committee. And here's what I mean by one person. So take the scenario we were talking about, about, say, 15 people. The one person in charge of food knows where the food is. Um, because he or she has, you know, is up on the app and everything. So let's say you had a bunch of tubs that were all labeled. What you need to do, the food person needs to plan a week's worth of meals, maybe five days, I don't know, but I'm just saying several days. And then the food person's full time job is to sit there and go, I need to find, uh, we're gonna have rice and something else. We're gonna have, you know, sugar drink mix because we need sugar. We're gonna have oatmeal, we're gonna have sh-. And this person pulls all these tubs out, moves all these tubs around because they're all kind of random because that's just how it, it was packed. Mm-hmm. And they go, and it might take two, three hours. It might be It might be four hours of sweaty work to get the food you need for that week. And then they set it aside put in a pantry, blah, blah, blah. So that's why it's important, because you need to save time. If you are uh, out on patrol because there's bad guys all over the place, you can't just stop Mm -mm. and go look for a half an hour for where the rice is. Even if you've got the most awesome inventory system in the world, you don't have time To go get all this stuff, it's more than just cooking. Cooking, quite honestly, is the easy part of the food job. I think the inventorying and the putting the meal plans together—you don't need to be a dietitian or some kind of scientist. I mean, you need somebody who's got, you know, like a home ec or even like high school science background who knows that you can't eat all carbs and you can't eat all meat and all that other stuff. Uh, Somebody who knows about people's food allergies, right? This is a job. That's Mm -hmm. my point with this. This is. A job, and so why have all the rice and beans in the world, and not think about a system you're going to have for actually planning the meals and cooking, and then of course cleaning um, the food stuff, pots, pans, whatever, plates is also part of this uh, job, because you're gonna have uh, sanitation issues we're gonna talk about in a moment. And if everybody gets sick with food poisoning, no one can go out and patrol, motorcycle gang rolls in, Big problem. So, do you have anything to add to the food job, Shelby?
2: No, I I encourage you to think of the inventory that you've worked so hard at this point as your grocery store. Mm -hmm. And so, just like when you go in a grocery store and you're like, you know what? I don't, can you tell me where the baking soda is? That's what your inventory Mm -hmm. is for, so that you don't, I know I have it, but let me go check in the back. And you're not doing that. Mm -hmm. So, think of it as your, this is now your grocery store that you've worked so hard on. So this is your your time to execute.
1: Another thing I just thought of, and Shelby, this happens all the time, we'll be on the show talking about something that we've talked about and we've outlined, and then we think of something new. That just happened. Another important job for the food person to do is to eat the older food first. Mm -hmm, The rotation. And expiration dates don't really count. We've talked about that in the past. But to at least be cognizant of that and start eating the older food or the, the perishable food first. I would, I would commend to people two episodes of Prepping 2.0. We're actually at the point now when we have over 100 episodes. Well, we have when there's a, a big great topic, library. We have a great library, and we can say, ooh, here are these two episodes that cover it. Episodes 44 and 46 are on food preps 2.0 and it was basically we went through an outline of a book that we may or may not write a fiction, nonfiction book if there's a war we're not going to write a book um, about food preps and a lot of the details are in there so i wanted folks to go back and listen to episodes 44 and 46 for more on food so let me see i'm looking at the clock we have a little bit yeah. i think i'll so, introduce sure the next topic and we'll probably end up uh talking a little bit more about it here but we have sort of related to food is the ongoing food production which would be gardening livestock fishing and hunting
2: so the the aspect of that that you need to think about and you've heard me say this before is that You. There is no way you, you, me, all of us that are in this this movement can prep the amount of food we need to live the rest of our lives. Mm -hmm. If you have prepped about a year or so of food,
1: good on you. That
2: good. That makes it so that then you've got a year of time that you can start getting your production of sustainable food on the property that you're at ready to go. And that's what we're gonna really delve into is, and that's where the gardening, the livestock, the fishing, the hunting come in. That's what makes it so that then you can sustain.
1: Yeah, and um, we were gonna jump into that topic on the other side of the break, which is coming up. But before we get to the other side of the break, I wanted to mention one of our great sponsors, EMP Shield. They make a device, it's been tested, the government's bought a bunch of them, that it protects whatever it's wired into from an EMP. And you can go onto our website, Prepping2-0, click on Friends and Family, look for the EMP Shield logo. And if you click on that, you're gonna get 50 bucks off an order.
2: Well, use the code PREPPING2.0 and definitely you will. So yeah, make yeah. sure to do that and you and use the use our website to get to all these great places. By the way, our friends and affiliate page, great place to get yeah. lots of coupon codes. Folks, we've got so much more we wanna talk about with uh, camp operations. Don't go away.
0: More of PREPPING 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher is coming right up. Hear all our previous shows free online at prepping2-0.com. Without water, you're done in three days. Pro One Water Filters. It's literally a matter of life and wet. Pro One G2.0 All-in-One Gravity Systems are NSF ANSI 42 Component Certified. Not everybody can say that. No need for additional add-on filters to reduce fluoride. Pro One Stainless Gravity Systems include a stainless steel spigot and a countertop stand for no additional cost. Pro One Water Filter Gravity Systems. Check them out at ProOneUSA.com. That's P-R-O-O-N-E-U-S-A.
1: Make solid and affordable body armor for normal people. Get body armor while you can. The clowns in Congress are trying to prohibit future sales. KD Armor is the place to get it. C-A-T-I-Armor.com. Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount when you use the coupon code GRANT.
0: When the grid goes down, darkness will descend fast. Used to be there was nothing you could do about an EMP, electromagnetic pulse, or CME, coronal mass ejection. Now you can protect your electronics, protect your family, thanks to EMP Shield. EMP Shield invented a simple-to-install device that prevents whatever's connected to it from frying in an EMP or CME, and it costs just a few hundred dollars.
2: Shelby Gallagher here. We found that you need to layer your food preps.
1: Yeah, this is Glenn Tate here. A lot of times, the hardest part of layering is the long-term foods. We love new Mana foods, which have a 25-year shelf life and are non-GMO. Also, organic meals are available.
2: Mana comes in family-style portions and in bulk. This is not backpacking food. It's family meals that last for at least 25 years, the perfect freeze-dried part of your food layering.
1: You can get a sample of Mana meals for $19.95 and see for yourself. You will be amazed.
2: Prepping 2.0 listeners get a 10% discount by entering the code PREP.
1: Go to newMana.com or click the link on the Prepping 2.0 website.
2: Give it a try. Numana.com. That is N-U-M-A-N-N-A.com.
1: Are you a prepper or homesteader looking to connect with like-minded people in your area? Looking to start your own preparedness group? Already have a group? Well, look no further than PrepperNet. PrepperNet is dedicated to personal responsibility, individual freedoms, and being self-reliant. PrepperNet has monthly meetings in over 100 cities where you can meet and learn with like-minded people in your area. PrepperNet, where preppers unite. Find us online at PrepperNet.com. In a tactical situation, your AR is your life. Gibbs Arms makes a sweet feature, the only side charger that can use a standard bolt carrier group with no modification. Gibbs makes them in 9mm, 5.56, and 308. In fact, Gibbs Arms has been granted 8 patents for unique innovations. The company started back in 2008 when two Boeing engineers realized no one else made what they wanted. Take a look at their website and see all the ways Gibbs Arms can help you mod your AR. Gibbs with a Z, arms.com. That's G-I-B-B-Z-A-R-M-S.com.
0: And now, part two of a Prepping 2.0 Encore presentation. Episode 269, Bug Out Location Operations. How to make your home base function smoothly. Now, more of Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher.
2: Welcome back, everyone. This is Shelby Gallagher over here at Prepping 2.0. We want to get into the next thing on our list. So gardening. Gardening is not just, hey, let's go buy some plants or stick some seeds in the ground. If you've ever gardened, you know it's... Uh, It's always an experiment. It's what works, what doesn't, what works where you are. So it's one of those things that we put in the category of skills. So I encourage you now, if you haven't already now, figure out what grows well where you are and what things you can grow all year round. Like right now, we're in the chilly fall. I'm not gonna put out tomatoes. Mm. I'm not gonna put out new tomatoes. We'll put in root vegetables and uh, honestly lettuce. Lettuce grows Mm kind of well in cold temperatures. So I know that about where we live. Other people, if you live in the South, you are able to do, you have a longer growing season. Find those things now that you can do for gardening. Livestock, depending on where you live. A lot of people, and you'll see them comment on this on social media with us, is they have a cow, they grow pigs, they do chickens, I do chickens. Um, Rabbits, there's- Soon
1: to be rabbits at our hacienda.
2: We're gonna, we have a little, uh, kennel that's gonna have uh, a label put on it, a sign put on it called the Meat Factory. Mm-hmm. And uh, and I also put up on my Rumble page a recent class that I took at the uh, Panhandle Preparedness Expo of, a, of a, ra- a rabbit processing class, which was so helpful to me and helped me get my brain wrapped around it. So these are things so that you can sustain life on your property you have a meat and protein source and you can keep them going another thing and is the hunting and fishing in your area figure out what you're good at i'm really good at fishing mm-hmm. we'll be going fishing here in a few weeks not super good at hunting but we're working on it mm-hmm. uh yeah so figure those things out so that you can sustain and and the other thing that comes to that not just uh, you mm. know, a
1: pro- Not just the shooting. Not That's just the, the easy shooting. part. The
2: processing, actually. If you don't know what you're doing, you can ruin good meat. So fi- find those things out. Find someone that can teach you. YouTube's helpful, but, um, yeah, it's not just, hey, let's go shoot something and eat it. And it's not like that at all. So these are the skills things figure out now so that or Mm -hmm. have these people know who they are in your tribe, in your Mm -hmm. group that are gonna be in your camp operations so that they can be in charge of these things, right?
1: That's right, and I wanna emphasize, especially with hunting, to an extent with fishing, it's a skill more than anything else. Pulling a trigger is actually really easy. Um, It's it's the skill, it's the butchering and everything. So two things about all these things, uh, gardening, livestock, hunting, and fishing. Uh, You mentioned growing lettuce. Are you going to be able to survive for a year eating lettuce? No. But that's not the goal. That's not the expectation. Layering. Yeah. We're always talking about layering. If you're having some fresh food, first of all, that is way better nutritiously and taste wise it's going to be a huge morale boost too than just plain rice and you're nibbling away at a percentage point uh here and there that you need for the whole year oh you know we had a couple meals with this couple meals with this it all adds up another thing about hunting and fishing to an extent is everybody's gonna think they're gonna do it i mean i don't know how many guys i know who are like, yeah I, yeah, I duck hunted like when I was a kid, so I'll just go out and shoot a bunch of ducks and we'll have we'll have, we'll eat like kings. duck. yeah, yeah we'll, we'll eat. eat like kings. It's like, no, 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 there's about 18 steps you're missing um, and everyone's gonna go after the game, it's gonna become scarce, same with fishing. So it's a thing, it's a skill, it could be a big deal, um, but it's not going to be the be all and end all. It's another example of bartering and everything. Let's say, because I don't know, I don't know how to hunt. I don't know how to butcher, and I don't. And I'm not going to try. Uh, I mean, I'll try to learn it, but I mean, it's kind of late now. But barter-wise, it's something you can barter. There are people in our rural area that are really good at this. People that we know, um, and a couple of guys on the crew coming over, team,
2: I was gonna say. are
1: really good at this. So. You don't have to do it all, but you have to have a plan for how you're going to get some fresh meat, some fish, all those kinds of things. Well, I was just going
2: to say one of the uh, one of the people in our in our team, you're going to look at him and think he's a gunfighter. He's not. He's he's a he's a killer homesteader. So he's not going to be out gunfighting and doing security and all that. He's going to be with me (laughs) (laughs) at home. Training uh, us uh, and doing uh, it. Yeah. processing rabbits and chickens so right. yeah.
1: so i think having someone who's whose job it is is gardening livestock hunting and fishing or at least coordinating those things is key because then it'll get done yep. if everybody's just like they'll starve oh they- i'll totally get around to fishing and then they don't see again you guys have come way too far yes. to get taken out of the game by not having a plan about the various jobs so if you're keeping score at home there are two jobs, food and gardening, I'll call mm-hmm. it. And then we get to the f- third one. And this is, guys, this is every every guy. This is your favorite job. Mm-hmm. And you think this is everything. And I've fallen into that trap.
2: Yes, you have. I
1: have. It's security. Yes, security is super important. I think security is ultra important. If the scenario is like we think it is, which involves just skyrocketing crime and gangs and political violence and all kinds of things Boxing. uh yeah it's it's going to be absolutely huge you have to protect what you have again or all of this was for naught. you can have mm-hmm. and i always talk about the the beekeeper well i'm going to make it through the collapse because i'm an awesome beekeeper and i'm going to sell my honey for everything i need um terrible plan motorcycle gang is going to steal your your honeycomb and they're going to have honey on their toast they're going to steal toast from somebody else and then you're dead and they're probably not going to be nice to your bees so there's that
2: so we've we've spent a couple i don't want to spend too much time on this because there is a lot of information out there we've done a couple of episodes on it but there's two parts to security one is defensive being able to defend the castle your land, your property, the base of operations, and also offensive. What do you mean by that on our list here?
1: Yeah, I'll start with offensive first. I think that offensive is, it's going to depend on the situation, in my mind, is going to be about 5% of the security work that needs to be done. That's when you've identified bad guys. Could be in your neighborhood, uh, could be halfway across the county, who knows where it is. And you need to go on offense and take out bad people before they get you. It's still inherently self-defense. You're talking about preemptively stopping a threat. We're not talking about going offense and marching on Washington and like taking over the White House and goofy stuff like that. So it's about 5%. And of course, it's something you're going to need to do. Obviously, 95% in my mind is going to be defensive. And when I say 95%, I mean 95% of the time and the resources. It takes a tremendous amount of time and a tremendous number of people to provide defensive security. You need to have a perimeter, actually several of them. You need to have maybe, you know, tripwires that have sound making things. You need to be able to operate at night. You you gotta have night vision. I know it's expensive. You gotta have night vision. We did a whole show on that. So, and then you've gotta have teams because it's dark on average. 12 hours out of the day and you need a day crew and a night crew and so however many people you think it's going to take to secure your place multiply it by two because you can't stay up 24 hours a day by the way this is another reason to have more people on your crew than you think you need because people are going to get tired even 12 hours of patrolling like when it's 40 degrees and raining like it is in the state for about four months out of the year uh, is pretty tiring. And so you're going to need a lot of people. You're going to need communications, which we're going to talk about in a moment. But the defensive stuff, here's the other part about defensive security that, you know, guys, and I'm picking on guys, um, often don't appreciate. They want to get like seven or eight AR-15s. No, no, no. Uh, First of all, one is good. I mean, have plenty.
2: You can only use one at a time.
1: But (laughs) you're going to be listening and observing, and you're going to be sitting out in the woods where it's absolutely quiet and you're listening to the birds, seeing if the birds seem to think there's activity somewhere. You're looking for or listening for sticks crunching. It's going to be really boring, like super, super boring. And you need to really pay attention to that kind of stuff because mm-hmm. the gunfights are going to be few and far between probably. So those are some thoughts on security. It's incredibly important. A uh, thing about security I'll add is that you don't have to be like in green beret shape to do this. Obviously, you need to be able to, to move and, and carry heavy equipment and that sort of stuff. Um, don't don't assume that women cannot do this. Um, they can't, in, and it's going to depend on the circumstances. Um, there are some jobs, by the speaking of sort of physical limitations, there are some jobs that are um, pretty much tailor-made for people who are in great shape. Probably security is going to be one of them. We're going to get in some more down here. A lot of these jobs can be done very, very well by older people or people with physical limitations. And so... Think of that too. Don't absolutely don't think of uh, Granny as useless because Granny may not um, be out doing patrolling. But if you read 299 days, I didn't even think of this, but now I just remembered one of the characters, one of the one of the toughest people in the whole book, who does one of the most awesome hits <laughs> is Granny. So, but anyway, um, you. A lot of people can do this and you've got to constantly, constantly do security. Well, number four mm-hmm. is related to security. And this is a job, first of all, anyone can do. Uh, but this is a job nobody ever thinks of. And I think, Shelby, you and I are the only ones that have ever come up with this that I've ever heard of. So here you go.
2: It's a, this is a big deal.
1: Keys, codes, safes and bolt cutters. I think this needs to be a separate job. Again, somebody may have four jobs, but this needs there needs to be one person who's in charge of this because if you've got a, a locked gate and a bunch of locked doors and gun safes and all the stuff that see, you've been prepping, you've been doing all this stuff, you got all these locks. You
2: have you have stuff. a million keys and 5 million different codes into safes.
1: And what you don't need is when you need to unlock the gate to go take a pickup load full of dudes out and go smoke some bad guys. Nobody has the key mm-hmm. and you're stuck on your own place. So, somebody has keys, that's obvious. Um, I use different colors of paracord, 550 cord, to, to tie around a key. And so I can distinguish them. I have probably 25 keys and they all have different colors. And I know exactly which one is which. Somebody needs to keep them in a particular place. Codes, this could be, you know, the gate code or the whatever kind of codes. Um, Uh, Gun safe code. Gun safe codes. All those kinds of things. Somebody needs to know it. Somebody, that person who knows it, needs to to cross train other people. One of the things we keep trying to do, Shelby, and quite honestly, I have not done a good job of this. I keep saying, I got to show you the gun safe combination because it's tricky and how many turns and blah, blah, blah. I mean, just knowing the numbers isn't enough.
2: Right. You've shown it to me once a couple years ago. So in other words, I couldn't replicate it now. Exactly. We need to do that better. Yeah. So,
1: yeah, that's one of the things the key codes safe and bolt cutter dude or dudette Mm -hmm. needs to do is make sure others can provide backup. Gun safes, we kind of mentioned that. That's that's critical. Not just gun safes could have your gold and your silver, uh, something you don't want to you know be without i think locksmiths in the collapse are going to eat really really well mm-hmm. because i think they're going to be in high demand but guess what can't count on that bolt cutters what bolt cutters only like criminals and burglars have bolt cutters oh no a lot no of no people no have
2: bolt cutters yeah bolt
1: cutters um friend of mine i've never been in the military friend of mine green beret friend of mine calls them a master key and that's exactly what they are get a good set of bolt cutters the longer the handles the better, because uh, of leverage and physics and stuff. Don't chinse out on them if they're you're only gonna use them a couple times, maybe Harbor Freight, 25, 30 bucks, probably get a better set for like 45 or 50 bucks. Have bolt cutters because that can save your bacon, not just to break in and steal stuff, but there's a million uses for bolt cutters that you might need. So you gotta have somebody who's got that stuff, knows where it is, knows how to use it all of that kind of stuff the master lot kind of person well before we go to the next person i wanted to mention speaking of food a few minutes ago one of our sponsors new mana n u m a n n a also on the website prepping2-0.com friends and affiliates tab you go and you click on their link the new mana link and you use the code word prep the discount code i should okay. say it's not a code word it's not secret hey everybody listening uh it's prep is the code and you get 10% off. This is long-term, sort of bulk freeze-dried food. This isn't Mountain House. Really good stuff. We've eaten it. Uh, Pow, the real Pow, loves the mac and cheese, and there's no higher compliment than and that dude can eat. So- Well, and
2: you can't have the mac and cheese. I know. But they do make- Gluten-free,
1: gluten-free other stuff. Gluten-free,
2: and they make some special dietary sort of uh, lines as well. So great folks over there at New Mana Foods, yeah.
1: That's right. Okay, so let's see. One, two, three, four, number five.
2: We did a show on this. We did
1: a show on this, episode 90. You're going to need somebody who's the water boy. Remember the uh, the movie with Adam Sandler? There's some high-quality H2O. Remember his character? Right,
2: we played that
1: We little, played that clip. Th- yes, we did. Probably a copyright violation, and we don't care. So you've got to have... This is one of these things that anybody can do, you know, uh, limitations-wise. It's not an issue. You've got to have somebody who focuses on water because... The consequences of getting this wrong are huge. You need to know if the water's been treated, maybe that's just like little painter's tape and it's like a little check mark or whatever, some little teeny, very simple system. You need to have somebody potentially hauling water. So this that part of the job may not be for somebody with physical limitations, but it, your water boy or water girl can oversee this. I think teenagers are perfect for hauling water because, they um, they're not going to have any video games to be playing and they're Mm going to need to do something i personally have a a backpack and alice frame which is an old military um, you know backpack thing alice gear it's like all caps alice and i took off the backpack part and you can get a little shelf for it on the bottom and i put a five gallon water container water jug a really good one and lashed it on there with nylon so that is the way I think a teenager or a prisoner, by the way. Oh, yeah. Not to say teenagers are prisoners, <laughs> but a prisoner could Some also be. Some of them be, might think that yeah, these days with what's all these
2: silly COVID things. yeah.
1: Somebody is going to be hauling water back and forth, which is going to take a tremendous amount of time and energy. It's going to use a lot of calories, too, by the way. See, it's not enough to have water treatment stuff. You've got to have. Somebody in charge of this. Somebody in charge of the Berkey's or the Sawyer water filters or whatever they may be. Um, all the other ways of collecting water. So well, and yes, it's,
2: and it's not just collecting. It's I'm going filtering. back to you, filtering and keeping track of what containers have been treated. Mm-hmm. What containers have been used for very unsanitary water sewage? Maybe yeah. And you got to keep track of that, because the consequences of accidentally ingesting something that's not been purified or has been in a, a contaminant container are too high. So please go back. I mean, we did a huge, wonderful episode on that. I encourage people to go back and look at that if you if you are listen to that, I should say. But our next one is i I want to go on to the next one because yes. I, I think this is really important. It's sanitation. And that includes three things. One garbage, how to get rid of garbage. No one ever talks yeah, about no that, one talks that in prepping about, Yeah, world. they're not going to cut The garbage man's not coming. Uh, if you don't know that, at least where we live, all it takes is a good snowstorm, and we don't have garbage pickup for a long time. Latrines, how to deal with human waste, and clean clothes. Clean clothes, in particular, um, if you're doing gross things, you know, I don't know, dispatching animals, uh, Cleaning wounds, picking, Lying cooking, in the woods and in the woods for in the hours dirt, and hours. And you get a cut on you, or you, you your clothes can become a, a germ field. So how are you going to clean your clothes in a sanitary manner? So what are your thoughts?
1: Yeah, absolutely essential. I, I go back to George Washington and some of the stuff he wrote and some of the biographies about him. He paid really close attention to camp operations. And he made sure there were women back then who were volunteers. What, there were women in 1776. I know, there were women. I know it's so weird. Wow, I
2: thought we were a new gender, not yeah, kidding.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, one of the 17 genders. But um, he would talk about the importance of and I don't know what he called them. We'll call them like the camp laundry ladies or whatever he called them. Um, that kind of stuff was absolutely critical and it's, again, it's so easy to forget that stuff because we get so focused on freeze-dried food, which is cool but you're gonna have to wait a way to wash clothes. There might be utilities, there might be, and see, and even if everything's working, you still need somebody in charge of laundry. I'll say it again, you've been out for 12 hours in the dark, in the woods, listening for twigs breaking. You're tired, uh, you're cold, and what are you gonna do? You're gonna get a little bit of opportunity to sleep, Oh, yeah. Now, hold on, guys. I got to go do laundry. Um, And that's, you know, that's a good segue, not into another job, but into a mindset with all of this. I I just realized it's kind of shocking to say, like, excuse me, ma'am, will you do my laundry? It's like, oh, you male chauvinist pig, such a terrible, evil person. All that stuff, all of the modern social niceties throw out the window throw out the window if the person doing laundry is a man okay if the person doing laundry is a woman okay you need to have one person Mm -hmm. doing laundry because this can't be like excuse me like sunday night while you're watching tv everyone does their own laundry because Like we have liberated women and and liberated men and all this other stuff. Just throw that stuff Mm -hmm. out the window. Throw it out the window.
2: So I'll add to this. One thing that I know is on, I don't even remember what number it is, on the top 100 list is hand cranked. And and there's hyperlinks to them to go to Amazon. Hand cranked washing machines Mm -hmm. and dryers. Mm -hmm. That was one of the um, items on the top 100 list. And I was just thinking that... That is a great um, alternative to our standard washing machines, especially if grid goes down. So, encourage you to check that out too. That's a great way to do laundry. A person may have to sit there and crank a, a machine for a little bit to get some laundry going, uh, but it's a modern day take on. So, you're not scrubbing your, you know, using the waterboard sort of thing, the, the you know, the corrugated waterboard. So, um, yeah. yeah. Um, I,
1: another thing about, say, laundry, and this applies to many, many of these jobs at a campsite. These might be things that you can do for other people that mm-hmm. you know and you trust, you can and you can barter. The the person who's got the hand cranked, that's what made me think of this, a little washing machine. It's like a little plastic thing, like a little it's spinner like countertop, thing. It's yeah. You know, like those salad spinners that like, you know, get the water off a of lettuce. It's like a big one of those. Mm-hmm. Um, you could end up making money, making allies, um, Food, uh, you could have somebody go and fetch water for you and you do their laundry. Everything we're talking about can end up being a valuable side gig, if you will, some bartering job. There's going to be an economy. And the more, for example, hand crank washing machines, not plural, but if you have one of those, you're in a way better position yep. and it, it might pay for itself. Really, really quickly. I
2: want to add just a couple of things here. In regards to the latrines, some people go, oh, I just, go look it up. Compostable toilets. Mm-hmm. That right there is your saving grace. That's actually on our list of things to do here pretty soon. Compostable toilets. That's how you are able to have multiple people at your location and keep human waste at a minimum. Want to give a quick shout out before we wind down too much here. One one of our uh, last uh, mentions for our sponsors, Backwoods Homes. We're yeah. talking about a great place to find.
1: Oh, jeez. Uh,
2: and they're uh, they have kind of a want ad section in the back. I'm
1: the sure products that they oh compost- that only are appeal to people like I us.
2: Compostable toilets will be there. I'll guarantee you that. So again, go into our website and you can click on their uh, their logo. And if you use six, the digit six off, you'll get $6 off your subscription. So check them out. It's a great resource for everything homesteading and prepping.
1: Well, we're not even halfway through and uh, in a minute or two, we're going to be winding up the regular show. So before we get on to our next topic, I wanted to say Lurkers come out of the shadow. What does that mean? If you are a regular show listener, you're listening on the radio, we're on a bunch of radio oh stations. Oh my goodness, yes. YouTube, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Podbean, all those things. Uh, if you're listening to us on all those other platforms, you're not getting the after show. We're gonna go on for another hour or so and give you a full description of all 15 As jobs, well as
2: the copy of this list.
1: As well as a copy of this list. Two bucks a month. Two bucks a month, um, or or more. Um, we'll say this, we're gonna roll this out a little bit, but I feel comfortable, teaser. teaser, a little teaser. The videos we're going to be doing are gonna be available. They're called Video Bonus Shows, VBS, Video Bonus Shows. For those of you uh, at the $5 and up monthly level, we're gonna make those videos available. And we just got some editing equipment. We got a camera. We got all kinds of cool stuff. We've shot two of our first videos, which were awesome. We
2: already got kicked out of a place. We got
1: kicked out of a place for dollar store. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And so we've got about 30 VBS topics ready to go. Some mind blowing stuff. We're going to have some guests on who are only on the VBS thing for the $5 a month and hire folks. So. Be, be looking for that. We're going to roll it out um, as we as we finalize it. But I wanted to remind folks, this, this after show and this Patreon thing is two, three, four times more stuff than just the regular show. So it's two bucks a month, five if you want the yep. videos. Those won't be out for several weeks, by the way. I don't want people saying, where are the videos? Um, we haven't done them yet. We haven't edited them yet. But anyway, I just wanted to mention... All the cool stuff that's coming. So when we come back into the after show, for mm-hmm. those of you who we're gonna are continue listening, the list. we're going to continue the list. But Shelby, what's what are some wrap ups you have for the regular show?
2: Well, folks, um, not sure where our world will be when mm-hmm. uh, you hear this. But I always want to remind people from one of our great founding fathers, Benjamin Franklin. Failure to prepare is preparing to fail. Everyone have a great week.
0: You've been listening to Prepping 2.0 with authors Glenn Tate and Shelby Gallagher. All the information you've heard today, including all our previous shows, is online at prepping2-0.com. Find out more about Glenn's books at 299days.com and Shelby's books at a-great-state.com. Until next time, be smart, be safe, and be prepared.